From the mind, mind of William Shakespeare, yeah. Romeo and Juliet, Act One, Prologue. Two households, both alike in dignity, in fair Vernia, where we lay our scene from ancient grudge break to new mutiny, where civil blood makes civil hands unclean, and forth the fatal loins of those two foes. A pair of star-crossed lovers take their lights. Whose misadventured Proteus overthrows, do with their death bury their parents' parents' strife. The fearful passage of their death love make death marked love, continuance of their parents' rage, which but their children ends. That should remove is now two hours traffic over a stage, which, if your patient ears attend, what have shall miss or toil shall strive to mend. See one Veronica, a public place. Enter Samson Gregory, of the house of couplet, armed with swords and bucklets. Samson, Gregory, of all my word, we not carry coals? Gregory, no, for then we shall be colliers. Samson, I mean, are on, are on, we be in Collier? We draw, Gregory. Aye, aye, while you live, draw your neck out of the collier, collar. Samson, I strike quickly, being moved, Gregory. But art not quickly moved to strike. Samson, the dog of the house of McGurl moves me, with Gregory. To move is to stir, to be a valiant is to, to stand. Therefore, is thou art moved? Thou runneth away, Samson, a dog of that house shall move me to stand. I will take the wall of any man or maid of my groves. Gregory, that shows thee a weak slave, for the weakest goes to the wall. Samson, true, and therefore women, being the weaker vessels, ever thrust to the wall. If I will push Montgomery's men to the wall, and thrust his maids to the wall. Gregory, the quarry is between our masters and us, their men. Samson, this this all one. I will show myself a tyrant when I have fought with the man. I will cool with the maids and cut off their heads. Really, the heads of the maids? Samson, I, the heads of the maids, or their maiden heads. Take it, what sense thou wilt, Gregory. They must take it in the sense that if they feel it, Samson, me they shall feel while I am able to stand. It know I am pretty piece of flesh. Gregory, this is our art. Thou not fish? If thou hasn't, thou hasn't been poor, John, draw thy tool. Here comes too the house of Mudderbrews. Samson, my naked weapon is out. Quarrel, I will back thee. Quarrel, Gregory. How? Turn thy back and run, Samson. Fear me not, Gregory. No, marry, I fear thee. Samson, let us take the law to our side. Let them begin, Gregory. I've flown as I pass by. Let them take as they list, Samson. Nay, as they dare, I will bite my thumb as at them, which is a disgrace to them, if they bear it. Enter Adam and Pesthephasar. Abraham and Pesthephasar. Abraham, do you bite your thumb at us, sir? Samson, I bite my thumb, sir. Abraham, do you bite your thumb at us, sir? Samson, aside at Gregory. Is the Lord on his side? If you say, I, Gregory, no, Samson. No, sir, I do not bite my thumb at you, sir, but I bite my thumb, sir. Gregory, do you quarrel, sir? 
and Abraham. Cool, sir? No, sir. Samson, if you do, sir, I will give you... I am for you, I serve as good as a man as you. Abraham, no better. Samson, well, sir? Gregory, say better. Here comes one of the master's kinsmen. Hey, Samson? Yes, better, sir. Abraham, you lie, Samson. Draw a thing if you, if you be men. Gregory, remembering they swatching blow. They fight. Enter Berevio. Berevio. Part fools. Put up your swords. You not know what you do. Beach down the their swords. Enter Telebate. Telebate. What art thou drawn among these heartless hinds? Turn thee, Berevio. Look upon thy death, Berevio. I do not keep the peace. Put my, thy sword, or I manage it to part. You bend with me. Telebate. Tybert, what's drawn and peace, talk of peace? I hate the word as I hate hell. All men the goos and thee have, have at thee, coward. If I enter several of the both houses, we try in a fray, they enter systems of club, fascism, club, bills, and presidians, presidians, strike, beat them down, down with the couplets, down with the mother goos, enter couplet, is gown and lady couplet. Couplet, what noise is this? Give me my longsword, ho, lady couplet, a crutch, a crutch. Why call you a for sword, couplet? My sword, I say, old Mandagru is come, and fires his blade in spite of me, and Mandagru and the lady Mandagru. Mandagru, thou villain, couplet, hold me not, let me go, then to you, Mandagru. Thou shalt not stir a foot to seek a foe, and the prince with the attendant prince, where earliest subjects enters enemies of peace, the famous of thy neighbour. Strain still, will you not hear? What ho, you men, you beasts that quench the fire, your precious rage, with purple mountains issuing from over your veins, on pain or torture, for in those bloody hands, throw your mischievous weapons to the ground. Hear the sentence of your mood, prince, free civil brawls, bred of our airy word, by thee, old couplet of Montagu. They had twice disturbed the peace of our streets, and made Rungnaka ancient citizens, cast by their grave beseeming omens. They wield old presidians in hands of old, cranker with peace to part with cranker I hate, hated, hate. If ever you disturb our streets again, that I shall pay the forfeit of peace. But this time, all the rest depart away, your couplet shall go away with me. And Mandaku come you this afternoon to know your face, your further pleasure in this case to old foe town or common judgment place. Once more on pain of death, all men depart. Escaped all but Mandaku, Lady Mandaku and Bavolivio Mandaku, who set this ancient core new approach. Speak, nephew. Were were you by by when it began, Bavolivio? Here were the servants of your adversary, and yours come close, close, fighting. Ah, uh, ah, uh, uh, I did approach. I drew to part them. In an instant came the fiery tumult. We saw it prepared, which is read the defiance to my ears. He swung about his head and cut the winds. Who, nothing hurt with will, hissed him to scorn while you were interchanging thrusts and blows. Come more and more than fault of a fight, tart and part. To the prince came and parted the evil way. Lady Montagu. Oh, where is Romeo? Say that you have saved him today. Right glad I am he's not at this fray. 
Whether you madam or the hour before the worshipped sun peer forth the golden window of the east, a troubled mind drave me to walk abroad. There, underneath the grove of Sittagamore, that westward rooteth the city side, so early walking did I see your son. Towards him I made, but he was aware of me, and stole into comfort of the wood. I am measuring his affections by my own, and they are my master's bruise, but almost alone, pursued by honour, humour, not pursuing his, and gladly shunned, who gladly fled from me. Montague, many a morning has he, there have he there been seen the tears augmenting the flesh morning dew and in the clouds more clouds of sunny deep sighs but all too soon as all chewing sun should in the furthest east begin to grow the shadowy curtains of an red away from the light steals home by his heavy sun private his chamber pens himself shuts up his, his windows locks far by light out and makes himself an artificial light Black and propitious might his humour groove, unless good counsel may the cause remove. Bavia, my, lo- my noble uncle, do you know the cause, Montego? I know, ne- I neither know or nor can learn of him. Bavio, Bavio, have you intruded him by any means, Montego? Both by myself and many other friends, but he of his own affections, counsellor, to be as to is to himself. I will not say how true, but himself so secret, so close, so far from sounding discovery, as the bit, bit the ominous worm. Ominous worm here he can spread his sweet lives, leave to the air, or take his beauty to the sun. Could he not learn from whence his sorrows grow? We would be as willingly give cure as no. Enter Romeo Bavivio. See where he comes to please you. Step aside, I know his grievance, or be much denied. Mundagu, I would thee, wert thou wit so happy by thy, st- by thy stay to hear the true strift. Come, madam, let's, let's away. Excuse Mundagu and Lady Mundagu Bavivio. Good morning, morrow, cousin. Romeo is a day so young, Bavivio, but none of you struck nine, Romeo. I, me, a sad hour's being long. What was that my father that went hence so fast, Bavivio? It was what sadness lengthened so Romeo's hours, Romeo, not having that. Which having makes them short, Romeo, Bavivio? In love, Romeo, out. Bavivio, of love, Romeo, out of her favour. Where I am in love, Bavivio. Alas, the love is so gentle. If you should so tutorious and rough in proof. Romeo, alas, that love with you is muff, muffled. Still should within my see poor face to his will. Where she shall we dine of me? With Frey was here. Yet yeah, tell me not, for I have heard it all. Here much do is to do with hate, but more with love. Why then, O oh, brawling love? Or loving hate, or anything of nothing but just first curate, of heavy lightness, serious vanity, misshapen chaos, of well-seeming forms, feather of lead, stroke, bright smoke, cold fire, sick health, still waking, still walking, waking sleep, is not what it is. Does this feel, this love feel I, and feel no love in this? Does thy not love? Thou not love? Bevio, no, cuz, I rather weep, 
Romeo, good heart at that. A what, Bavaria? Had any good hearts of oppression, Romeo? Why such is love transgression? Grief of my own, lie heavy in my breast, which well art propagate to have it pressed. You more thine is love than all thou hast shown, doth add more grief to known, to much of thine own. Love is the smoke raised with fume of sighs, be purged of fire sparking in lovers' eyes, being vexed and seen nourished with lovers' tears. What is else of madness most discreet? A choking growl, gall and preverving sweet. Farewell, my cuz, Bravovio. Soft, I will go along. If if you leave me, if if you leave me, you do me wrong, Romeo. Tut, I have lost myself. I am not here. This is not Romeo. He is some other, some other where. Romeo, tell me in sadness, who is that? Who is it that you love, Romeo? What shall I groan? And tell thee, Romeo, groan. Why not? But say, tell me who. Romeo, bid a sad man in sadness. Take him, make his will. Are ah, their word urged to one who is so ill? It says, because I do love a woman. Romeo, I aim so near what supposed who loved. Romeo, great, right, good mark, man. She's fair, I love. Romeo, a right fair mark, fair cuz. As soon as hit, Romeo. Well, is that hit? Do you let me miss? I had not been hit. She be not to hit. Cupid's arrow, she doth. Dwayne wit. In strong proof of chastity, well armed. From love's weak, childish blow, she lives unharmed. She will not stay the siege of loving terms, nor bide the encounter sailing eyes. Opt to lack to saint, seducing gold. Or she's rich in beauty, only poor. And when she dies, her beauty dies in a dies a store. Where they have sworn that she will shall live chaste. Romeo, she hath, and in her sparing make huge waste for beauty starved from her severity. Cut beauty forth from all prosperity. She is too fair, too wise, wise, wisely too fair to merit bliss by making me despair. She hath forsworn to love. In that vow, do I live dead? I live to tell it now. Bavio, be ruled by me, forget to think of her, Romeo. Oh, teach me how I should think, forget to think, Romeo. By giving liberty into thy eyes, examine other beauties, Romeo. Tis the way to call hers as quit it. In questions more, these happy masks that kiss fair ladies' brows, being black, puts as mine, they hide the fair. He is a struck blind, cannot forget the precious treasure of his eyesight lost. Show me a mission that is passing fair. What does her beauty serve, not as a, but as a note, where I may read who passed at passing fair. Farewell, thou canst not teach me to forget. Bravio, I pay that doctrine, or I'll in debt. I die in debt. Escute the end of scene one. Romeo and Juliet, ruled by William Shakespeare, performed by Mark Anthony Baines. From the world, world, mind of William Shakespeare, yeah. Romeo and Juliet. Act 1, Prologue. Two households, both alike in dignity. In fair Veronia, where we lay our scene, from ancient grudge break to new moon to thee, where civil blood 
makes civil hands unclean. For forth the fatal loins of those two foes, a pair of star-crossed lovers take their lights. Whose misadventured Proteus overthrows, do with their death bury their parents' parents' strife. The fearful passage of their death love make death marked love, continuance of their parents' rage, which but their children ends. That should remove is now two hours traffic on the stage, which, if your patient ears attend, what have shall miss or toil shall strive to mend. See one Veronica, a public place. Enter Simpson Gregory of the house of couplet, armed with swords and bucklets. Simpson, Gregory, of all my word, we not carry coals? Gregory, no, for when, then we shall be colliers. Simpson, I mean, are on, are on, we be in collier? We draw, Gregory, aye. Aye, while you live, draw your neck out of the collier, collar. Samson, I strike quickly, being moved. Gregory, but art not quickly moved to strike. Samson, the dog of the house of McGurl. It moves me, Gregory. To move is to stir, to be a valiant is to, to stand. Therefore, if thou art moved, thou runneth away. Samson, a dog of that house shall move me. To stand, I will take the wall of any man are made of my groves. Gregory, that shows I a weak slave, for the weakest goes to the wall. Something true, and therefore women, being the weaker vessels, ever thrust to the wall. If I push Montgomery's men to the wall, I thrust his maids to the wall. Gregory, the quarry is between our masters and us, their men. Samson, this, this all one, I will show myself a tyrant, when I have fought with the man, I would call with the maids and cut off their heads. Bringing the heads of the maids? Says an eye, the heads of the maids, or their maiden heads. Take it, what sense thou wilt, Gregory. They must take it in the sense that if they feel it, Samson, me they shall feel while I am able to stand. It know I am pretty piece of flesh. Gregory, this is our art, thou not fish? If thou hasn't, thou hasn't been poor, John, draw thy tool. Here comes to the house of Mulligrews. Samson, my naked weapon is out. Quarrel, I will back thee. Quarrel, Gregory. How? Turn thy back and run, Samson. Fear me not, Gregory. No, marry, I fear thee. Samson, let us take the law to our side. Let them begin, Gregory. I have flown as I pass by. Let them take as they list, Samson. Nay, as they dare, I will bite my thumbs at them, which is a disgrace to them, if they bear it. Enter Adam and Pestithithithar. Abraham and Pestithithar. Abraham, do you bite your thumb at us, sir? Samson, I bite my thumb, sir. Abraham, do you bite your thumb at us, sir? Samson, aside at Gregory. Is the Lord on his side? If you say, I? Gregory, no, Samson. No, sir, I do not bite my thumb at you, sir, but I bite my thumb, sir. Gregory, do you call, sir? And Abraham, call, sir? No, sir. Samson, if you do, sir, I will give you. I am for you, I serve as good as a man as you. Abraham, no better, Samson. Well, sir, Gregory, say better. Here comes one of the master's kinsmen. Samson? Yes, better, sir. Abraham, you lie, Samson. 
Driving if you if you be men, regularly remembering they swashing blow, they fight. Enter Berevio, Berevio, part fools, put up your swords. You not know what you do, beat down their swords. Enter Talibet, Talibet, what art thou drawn among these heartless hands? Turn thee, Berevio, look upon thy death, Berevio. I do not keep the peace. Put thy sword, or I manage it to part. You bend with me, Talibot. Talibot. What's drawn and peace, talk of peace? I hate the word, as I hate hell. All men of goose and thee have, have at thee, coward. If I enter several of the both houses, we try in fray, they enter systems of clubs, versus them. club, bills, and presidians. Presidians. Right, beat them down, down with the couplets, down with the mandragoos, enter couplet, is a gown and lady couplet. Couplet, what noise is this? Give me my longsword, ho, lady couplet, a crutch, a crutch. Why call you a for sword, couplet? My sword, I say, old mandragoo is come, a Pharisee's blade in spite of me, and a mandragoo and a lady mandragoo. Mandragoo, thou villain, couplet, hold me not, let me go, lady to you, mandragoo. Thou shalt not stir a foot to seek a foe. And the prince with the attendant prince, where various subjects enters enemies of peace, the famous of thy neighbour, strain still, will you not hear? What ho, you men, you beast that quench the fire, your precious rage, with purple mountains issuing from your veins, on pain or torture, for in those bloody hands, throw your mischievous weapons to the ground. Hear the sentence of your mood, prince, Free civil brawls, bred of our airy word, by thee, old couplet of Montagu, thou twice disturbed the peace of our streets, and made Rungnaka ancient citizens, cast by their grave beseeming omens, the wield old precedents in hands of old, cranker with peace to part, with cranker I hate, hated, hate. If ye disturb our streets again, that I shall pay the forfeit of peace. But this time, all the rest depart away. Your couplet shall go away with me. And Mandaku, come you this afternoon to know your face, your further pleasure in this case. To our old foe town, our common judgment place. Once more on pain of death, all men depart. Escaped all. But Mandaku, Lady Mandaku, and Bavolivio Mandaku. Who set this ancient core new approach? Speak, nephew. Were you by, by when it began, Bravivio? Here were the servants of your adversary, and yours come close, close, fighting. Ah, uh, ah, uh, uh, I did approach. I drew to part them. In an instant came the fiery tumult. We saw it prepared, which is reaped the defiance of my ears. He swung about his head and cut the winds. Who, nothing hurt with will, hissed him to scorn while you were interchanging thrusts and blows. Come more and more than fault of a fight, tart and part, till the prince came and parted either way. Lady Montagu, oh, where is Romeo? Say that you have saved him today. Right glad I am he's not at this fray. Brevio, madam, on an hour before the worshipped sun, peered forth the golden window of the east. A troubled mind drave me to walk abroad. There, underneath the grove of Sittagamore, a westward rooteth the city side. So early walking did I see your son. Towards him I made, but he was aware of me, and stole into comfort of the wood. 
I am measuring infections on by my own. I am my most, most bruised, but almost alone. Pursued by honor, humor, not pursuing his, and gladly shunned, who gladly fled from me. Montague, many a morning has he there, have he there been seen, with tears augmenting the flesh, morning dew, and in the clouds, more clouds of sunny deep sighs, but all too soon, as all chewing sun, should in the furthest east begin to grow, the shadowy curtains of Anora red, away from the light steals home my heavy sun, private in his chamber pens himself, shuts up his, his windows, locks far by light out, and makes himself an artificial light. Black and propitious might his humour groove, unless good counsel may the cause remove. Bavia, my, my noble uncle, do you know the cause, Montego? I know, I neither know or nor can learn of him. Bavio, Bavenvio, have you intruded him by any means, Montego? Both by myself and many other friends, but he of his own affections, counsellor, to be as to is to himself. I will not say how true, but himself so secret, so close, so far from sounding discovery, as the bit, bit the ominous worm, the ominous worm here he can spread his sweet lives, leave to the air, or dedicate his beauty to the sun. Could he not learn from whence his sorrows grow? We would be as willingly give cure as no. Enter Romeo, Bavivio. See where he comes to please you. Step aside, I know his grievance, or be much denied. Mundagu, I would thee, wert thou wit so happy by thy, st- by thy stay to hear the true strife. Come, madam, let's, let's away. Excute Mundagu and Lady Mundagu, Bavivio. Good morning, morrow, cousin. Romeo is a day so young, Bavivio, but none knew. Struck nine, Romeo. I, me, a sad hour has been long. What was that, my father, that went hence so fast, Bavivio? It was what sad this length for Sir Romeo's hours. Yeah, not having that, which having makes them short, Romeo. In love, Romeo out. Romeo of love, Romeo out of her favour. Well, I am in love, Bavivio. Alas, the love is so gentle. If you should so tutorious a rough in proof. Romeo, alas, that love with you is muffled. Still should within my see poor face to his will. Where she should only dine of me, with Frey was here. Yet tell me not, for I have heard it all. Here much do is to do with hate, but more with love. Why then, O brawling love? Or loving hate, or anything of nothing but just first curate, of heavy lightness, serious vanity, misshapen chaos, of well-seeming forms, feather of lead, stroke, bright smoke, cold fire, sick health, still waking, still walking, waking sleep, is not what it is. Does this feel, this love feel I, and feel no love in this? Does thy not love? Thou not love? Bavio, no, cause I rather weep. Romeo, good heart at that. A what, Bavio? And any good hearts oppression, Romeo? Why such is love transgression? Grief of my own, lie heavy in my breast, which well art propagate to have it pest pressed. 
You more thine this love and how thou hast shown, doth add more grief to know, to much of thine own. Love is a smoke raised with fume of sighs, being purged of fire sparking in lovers' eyes, being vexed and seen nourished with lovers' tears. What is else of madness most discreet, a choking growl, gall and preverving sweet? Farewell, my cuz, Proverbio. Soft, I will go along. If, if you leave me, if, if you leave me, you do me wrong, Romeo. Tut, I have lost myself. I am not here. This is not Romeo. He is some other, some other where. Romeo, tell me in sadness, who is that? Who is it that you love, Romeo? What shall I groan? And tell thee, Romeo, groan. Why not? But say, tell me who. Romeo, bid a sad man in sadness. Take him, make his will. Ah, thy word urged to one who is so ill. It says as cause I do love a woman. Bravio, I aim so near what supposed who loved. Bravio, great, right, good mark, man. She's fair, I love. Bravio, a right, fair mark, fair cause. You soon as hit, Romeo. Well, is that hit? Do you let me miss? I had not be hit. She be not to hit. Cupid's arrow, she doth. Dwayne wit. In strong proof of chastity, well armed. From love's weak, childish blow, she lives unharmed. She will not stay the siege of loving terms, nor bide the encounter sailing eyes. Nor opt to lack to saint, seducing gold. Or she's rich in beauty, only poor. And when she dies, her beauty dies in a dies a store. Where they have sworn that she will shall live chaste. Be a man. Romeo she hath, and in that sparing makes huge waste for beauty starved from her severity. Cut beauty forth from all prosperity. She is too fair, too wise, wise, wisely too fair to merit bliss by making me despair. She hath forsworn to love in that vow. Do I live dead? I live to tell it now. Bravio, be ruled by me, forget to think of her, Romeo. Oh, teach me how I should think, forget to think, Romeo. By giving liberty into thy eyes, examine other beauties, Romeo. Tis the way to call hers as quit it. In Christians more, these happy masks that kiss fair ladies' brows, being black, puts as mine, they hide the fair. He is a struck blind, cannot forget the precious treasure of his eyesight lost. Show me a mission that is passing fair. What does her beauty serve? Not as a, but as a note. Where well, I may read who passed that passing fair. Farewell, thou canst not teach me to forget. Bravio, I pay that doctrine, or else in debt. I die in debt. Escute the end of scene one. Romeo and Juliet, by William Shakespeare, performed by Mark Anthony Baines.